With Kanye West getting a new deal with Adidas, the latest MCU iteration of Ant-Man getting critically panned, and a massive chemical spill as a result of a trade accident in East Palestine devastated the city, Voodoo Eyes and myself, Jerron Eitner, have to ask, is the world coming to an end? Well, we talk about this, as well as other topics from our blog, QuasarCult.com, on our latest podcast episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please check us out at QuasarCult.com. That's Q-U-A-S-A-R-Q-U-L-T.com. There you will find the latest and greatest in news, entertainment, film, music, you name it. We appreciate all of our listeners from all over the world. We see you guys out there. Much love for supporting the Quasar Cult. And much love to all our Quasodians for supporting what we have going on here. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Let's get this shit started. Pow. Too lit. Too lit. Too crazy. What's up, y'all? Let's go. Quasar Cult. Back in the building. It's your boy, Jerron Eitner. Back again with Voodoo Eyes. Yes, sir. Our names are on the screen in case you can't see that. But we out here. We represent the Quasar Cult, which is... Quite frankly, one of the coolest blogs that you can be a part of when it comes to, um, you know, this uh, entertainment shit. We talk about music. We talk about TV. We talk about um, film and video games and fucking music and rappers and all kinds of stuff. We do all kinds of stuff. And we post these things on QuasarCult.com, which is our blog. So make sure you check that out. We're here at Star Camp Creative Labs. As you can see, the sign is up. The sign is up. It's up and it's on. It actually gets pretty bright. We're working on the make it. We might have to put like a background behind it so it looks cooler. But look how bright this shit gets. Bah! Ah! Let's it's, go. It's crazy bright. For y'all listening. So For y'all listening to this podcast and not seeing the video, there is a sign here in the middle of the room that says Star Camp Creative Labs. Yes. That has been fixed. So, so. much love to my father-in-law, um, yep, yep. Kurt Behun, for doing that because... He put in the work, man. He, he like rewired the whole thing. It was a whole thing. It was tight. Yep. So much love to him. Anyways, how you doing, Mr. Voodoo Eyes? Mr. Eyes? I'm doing good, bro. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's been a- you always ask me, but then I never ask you. So how are you doing? It's been a decent week. Um, <laughs> living my best life, trying to, you know, take over the world. I've been posting a lot more on um, social media lately. Like I'm trying to post like reels and yeah. fucking YouTube shorts and shit. So that's been fun because I, I think that's like one of my deepest passions is to post content yeah i like i like to like the post shit like yeah i've been wanting to post a lot of more engaging content so like we, if you see me posting like real like clickbaity shit <laughs> it's for a reason <laughs> yeah i think with uh i got everybody mad at me on facebook because i said that uh eminem's music didn't age well i mean you're kind of right though <laughs> yes. i mean I, I, I saw that post and i responded i was like you know when it comes to eminem like it depends on what songs. I listen to Eminem probably like. I'm talking week. about Eminem before recovery. Like all of those, all of that Eminem <laughs> would not be acceptable now. I disagree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually disagree with you on that. Statement. You think if, if there was if Eminem didn't uh, didn't pop off be, uh, found uh, back in the day like right now like right in this daytime if there was like a like what, what was the first album that came out Slim Shady LP if that came out today. Absolutely, still be successful. That would be successful as fuck. Absolutely. <laughs> See, like that's the thing. That's, I, wild. I, that's why I asked like what songs because like I still listen to all those songs to this day. I'm considering. I'm talking about like the ones where he's dropping, you know, the homophobic stuff. Yeah, and all that stuff. Like I, that's what I'm saying. I think certain songs for sure, like yeah. don't fly. Like mostly all his singles. 
which is yeah. what he's known for, right? Like yeah, without okay. me, yeah. the real slim shady where he's dissing shit. But he has some deep cuts to this day that are just boppers. Yeah. Collapse like collapse. I'm not saying that he's that's not like a good artist. Workout song, man. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he's not a great artist or nothing like that. I'm just saying there's certain stuff where I'm just like, man, this is, you know, who's in y'all top five right now? To I collapse and spilling these raps as long as you feel them to the day that I drop and ever say that I'm not killing them. What are you talking about, bro? That shit is hard as fuck. Ugh, to this day. Hold up. Nah, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong as fuck, bro. You're wrong. You're wrong as fuck. Cause I, cause I, it's funny because uh funny? I've been catching a lot of shit on my on my personal YouTube page because I've been talking about this billboard list. And I've been cutting, I mean, I made a whole video. You can check it out on my YouTube page. Yeah, it was a great video, by um, the way. I didn't watch like, that. I cut it up into a bunch of clips and I've been posting the clips all over the internet and just triggering all these fucking rap fans out here. All these all heads. And, and so Eminem, he's number five on that list right yeah. now. The top greatest rappers of all time, which I think is actually a pretty fair spot for him. I'm I feel like as far as rapping ability, bro, yes. But content, it's like, ugh. There's certain shit where it was just like, he did grow up. I get it. But I'm talking about his old shit. <laughs> I think that I don't know. I think there's a place in the moment for all that shit. Because I think mm. I, I think about Mac Miller, right? Yeah. And Mac Miller, at, at least in terms of overall content, was kind of on the same shit. The only difference between Mac Miller and, and Eminem was that Mac Miller wasn't like killing his wife and his fucking mom. And well, Eminem was Eminem was talking about rape and I'm saying being raped by his mother and shit like that. Like, yeah, and like weird shit. killing his wife. And then uh, he was talking, there was this one video where he, I mean, there was this one song where I just cannot, like, I can't stand it. <laughs> it's, um, somebody even posted about Dick. And then I just remember that song where he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, King Kenef. <laughs> King, King Kenef is dope, though. See, but it's like <laughs> classic, iconic shit. That shit. In my personal opinion, that's Bro. iconic shit. It is a little weird. It's fucking. And like, honestly, like in, in the modern day, like 2023 society, that shit wouldn't fly. Yeah, bro. That's but, what I mean. I'm that's saying. what I mean by it didn't age well. That's why I'm saying like, like when I mean age well, I'm talking about shit that's like 15, 20 years plus, not recent shit. Because clearly, you know, Marshall has grown up a little bit, but not really. He's still rapping. I mean, he, he is, but. Not as like blatantly as he was. He's trying to save the world now, which is cool. But yeah. I think though, like, I, like I, I listen to music on a daily basis, and Eminem is on all my playlists. Yeah, and it's songs from all his eras. I like. I think every single Eminem album manages to have at least one uh, banger on there that I'm like, oh shit, this song's fire. Yeah. And usually it's like one <clears throat> that's like unexpected. That's like a deep album cut. Mm-hmm. That's not like oh a single. A single. Most, most of the time, his singles suck. Yeah, like most of the time, like I don't fuck with the singles because like, and I don't know who his fucking PR team is, but like his singles are usually trash as fuck. I feel like uh, Just Lose It was one of his, like it's a good. I get it for the time, but no, Just Lose It was trash. It's it's so trash, bro. I heard it the other day and I was like, oh my god, bro, I can't believe we were all here. Like, oh, you know that he actually caught um a bunch of heat. He he got in a beef with Michael Jackson. No, yeah, Michael Jackson bought his catalog after he dissed him on that song. Yeah, so it was like. (laughs) <laughs> so like but when you think about Eminem like most of his shit is like pure like lyricism like my ability to rhyme certain words together yeah. he has that song with fucking Big Sean and he rhymes something with Jamie Lee Curtis in a furnace or some shit like that and I'm like what the fuck are you even saying bro you're just saying a bunch of bullshit yeah I remember when then, that, there was an interview but then on, on, I was just listening to this song the other day like on the album Revival which you know is probably considered to be one of his worst albums yeah. the song Castle 
which is a song about his daughter. One of the best songs he's ever done. Ever. Yeah. Out of all the songs he's ever done, the song Castle and Revival is one of the best songs he's ever done. But it gets slept on because like everybody hated that album, so we don't talk about that song. But that song is fucking incredible. Like his lyrical tenacity, his storytelling, the theme, <coughs> his singing on the hook. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. But anyways, this is not an Eminem podcast, just so you guys know. No, We're not I was just here and ran, ran about. We could, we could talk. I just, about it no, but day, I just but. like, I just think it's funny though because like I was, I did, I've been trying to make posts where I'm just like, ah, people gonna talk shit if I post this. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah, so I I'm think like, with, with uh, Mr. Marshall Mathers, he's you know the top five rapper of all time, which I think is a fair spot for him. Yeah. Because I think there was a point in time where he was number one. I yeah. definitely believe that, that there was a point in time where Eminem was literally the best rapper in the world. But, you know, he he uh, had an overdose and his life changed. Yeah. Ever since the overdose, you know, his life was never the same. No, yeah. I heard he, you know, he tells a story where he had to, like, learn how to rap again. and Right. Exactly. All types of shit. So, so you know, it's I get it. it. Shout out to Eminem. We appreciate you for being a rapper and being Thanks. alive and doing this shit. Yeah, bro. But we're going to go ahead and get into some of these topics that we're talking about on the good old cult. Uh, so we'll talk We'll talk serious at first. We'll look at these photos from Ohio. Um, in case you guys didn't know, there was a... Oh, that's not Ohio. Shit, that's fucking Ant-Man. <laughs> I'm trying okay. to get better at this, son. I fucking need to label these fucking buttons better so you guys can see what's on the, right, the screen right. But... There we go. Ohio. Here we go. So there was actually a major train accident um, last week in Ohio. Uh, East Palestine, Ohio is actually the name of the city, which is a weird name for a city in America. But I digress. Um, basically, there's 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 a lot to talk about here. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this because honestly, it's like. Wild. We'll start to get into conspiracy territory when we start to talk about this. Just because <clears throat> the number of how many different Right. So train. this was actually one of, I believe, five yeah. different train wrecks that has happened over the last week or so. Yeah. And this one is crazy because, as you guys can see, fucking damn near nuclear explosions happening. I'm yeah. saying it's nuts. It's and, like a cloud of like fucking acid. And I actually wish we would have got the footage ready, but there's actually footage of like the train tracks that these this train crashed on. Yeah. And these train tracks are like fucked. Like <laughs> they're like all like bent and over, like bent and like. The train's like wobbling back and like forth. Like they got some it. history to them for sure. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is like the whole conversation is about the infrastructure of America. Yeah. And that's how like we're not thinking about our road systems and our bridges or like our uh, our pipes. You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. this is a very in a different way, like a Flint, Michigan type of situation in the sense that now all the, all these chemicals are not only causing acid rain in the city, but they're also leaking into the water system. So all the water's contaminated. Exactly. And once again, our government's just kind of like, eh. Well, I, I guess it is, it is. I'm saying our government's not doing a lot about it, and they're kind of trying to keep it under the table because it's basically showing off how how shitty our infrastructure is as a country. Well, no, because that's the thing. Like it is, they are trying to keep it on the low because when you even mentioned it, I didn't even know what was going on. Right. I did see the cloud, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's wild." You know what I mean? But I didn't know that there was five. <clears throat> Sorry, I didn't know that there was five different like train accidents that caused some type of like yeah. spillage. That's wild. There was actually a spill in Tucson, Arizona too, the oh, same wow. week that yep. was a, a truck spill. And it actually sent out a shit ton of chemicals out into the fucking world. And they sent out like a damn, one of those uh, warnings on your phone. Oh yeah. Uh, the emergency broadcast system thing to everybody in Tucson saying, Oh, you know, stay inside your house, keep, 
your uh, doors closed and turn off your air conditioning. And if you see any strange glass or gases in the air, don't breathe them. <laughs> Just, no. If you see <laughs> gases in there, what the fuck? Because it was like a red smoke that like spilled out of this fucking truck. And you're like, you don't wow. know what the fuck it is. It's probably like the chemical that turned the Joker into the Joker or some shit like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who knows, man? People be doing shady shit. And so it's just wild because our country is literally like falling apart in front of our eyes right now. And like, it's getting kind of tense, man. Like, especially like with shit with like Russia and you can't Ukraine right now. And I'm not even trying to scare anybody. That's not what we're here to do. We're not a scary podcast. We're not a conspiracy podcast. Yeah. Just, I just wanted to bring it up on today's podcast because, like I said, a lot of people weren't even aware of the situation. Yeah, it's facts. It's like really like something that they're, they're trying to keep under the table right now because it's like a whole ass thing. Like, this whole city of East Palestine is like fucked right now. That's why like they, they have a dark look at this cloud. Let me see if I bring this shit back up without bringing up Iron Man or whoever the fuck it was. Was it this one? This is not the right one. Yes, it was. Ah, see, look at this shit. This footage is fucking wild, dog. Like, we're looking at uh, the train wreck itself, and then look at this cloud. Like, it's a literal, like, mushroom cloud of chemical acid <coughs> going into the sky <coughs> in turn raining back down on the city. And then the other footage, the other picture is a train wreck. The actual train wreck and like as you can see it's just like fucking everything up out there it's crazy dog it's yeah crazy so you know i guess the point of me bringing this up is for you know current affair, current affairs and awareness so you guys know what the fuck's going on but you know our country's falling apart dog so you know protect your neck get your family ready yeah all, all those uh those preppers out there prepping shit yeah fucking they're, they're they're uh they're excited right now because things are actually falling apart in, in real time speaking of preppers did you watch last of us I did the new episode. Oh man, I've been keeping up like crazy. It's just fucking fire, bro. Yeah, man, they they're doing too much of a good job. I'm like, it's, it's just pretty fire. I think yeah. that with uh, <clears throat> Last of Us, I think it. I was already sold like after the first episode. Yeah, but now I'm like actively rooting for the show. I'm, yeah, like I'm a fan now. Where I'm like, yeah, I want to see the show go on for five seasons. Let's go. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like the um, I had a little bit of an issue with the actress that they casted for um, Bella Ramsey. Yeah. yeah, but now it's like she grew on me low key. So it's like, well, yeah. And I was thinking about that too when I was watching it because it's like she doesn't look like L, right? yeah, Ellie. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like, I think about the audience, like the new people that are watching the show who've mm-hmm. never seen the game and have no idea what the fuck the game is even about. Yeah, they're not gonna care. Yeah. Although if they do that, decide to play the game, they're like, man, she looks nothing like the person in the game. But yeah. does that matter? Does it change the experience? No. Yeah. No. And I feel like the <clears throat> I actually saw somebody post it was wild as fuck, bro. Somebody posted they were like that they went and purchased the game, right? They never played the game before, and then they wrote in the comments or in the caption they were like, "This game better hold, better live up to the essence that the show has," because I didn't just buy this video game for nothing. It was like, what, bro? There would be no show without this fucking game. What are you even talking about, sir? Like. Please. I mean, that makes me think, like, maybe, <laughs> like, that's something, a question that we can poll people on and ask our fans about. But is there a adaptation that has ever surpassed the original version out there that I can think? I can't think of anything on the top of my head. Like, even with, like, Game of Thrones and all that, like, first of all, they shot the bed at the end. But mm-hmm. people are always saying, like, oh, the books are better. The books are better. I think the only example I can actually think of off the top of my head is... um Forrest Gump, which I didn't even know was a book until recently. I think the probably that was, that was based on a book, and I guess in the book he like goes to the moon. And as far as successful, successful, that is like critically, I guess, more critically acclaimed than the original. 
version. Than the original book? So like Game of Thrones, you know, was based off of the books, right? I feel like maybe Harry Potter, probably. Are the movies better than the books? I I feel like if you're talking about like critic wise, maybe that's what people are saying. I feel like that's the only one where I don't feel like, oh, oh, the books are better. Because I always hear, I hear Twilight fans saying the books are better. I hear. Um, I've never seen a single fucking Harry Potter movie. <laughs> Bro, I've only watched like the first three. And uh, I, want that, that. I want that game though. That game looks kind of fire. Yeah. The uh, fucking Hogwarts Legacy or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit looks kind of heat rocks. Don't know I, shit about the game though. I saw that they fucking their stock on the PS5 is up and it's like for four hundred dollars on the Walmart website. Does it so. include the game? It does not, but four hundred dollars for a fucking PS5 but though. That's gold. Cool. That's gold, cool, son. No, but like when it comes to uh, Hogwarts Legacy, I mean that's a prime <laughs> example, right? Like, uh, can I get the letter? Yeah, uh, I don't know shit about Harry Potter, but I want to play Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. And people, you just said the movies might be better than the book. I haven't read the movies or read the book. I haven't fucked with any type of Harry Potter at all whatsoever. Going into the Hogwarts Legacy, going back, I'm going back to the Bella Ramsey comparison here. I can play a Hogwarts Legacy, hopefully, and not give a fuck about any of the things that the movie or the, the game, or sorry, the book produced because the experience is such a, its own thing. And that's basically what The Last of Us show has done to the point where, like, I don't even get most of the game references. Because first of all, the game came out like fucking like, what, 12 years ago? Damn near. And so like, I'm out over here like, oh, I remember this scene from the fucking game. Like, I don't. I do. I be remembering saying things. <laughs> I don't. <man. laughs> Maybe I smoked too much weed. Speaking of weed, shout out to Yam Yams. We forgot to shoot them out, but pew, pew, pew. Yam Yams. Yeah, they got me coughing up here. But um, I guess like when I think about, it's only when I go on Facebook or I go on Reddit and they have like the side-by-side comparisons. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. They like doing the game. Yeah. Like shot for shot, like word for word. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, no, it's I fuck with dope. it heavy. That's what I'm saying. Even though my favorite scene was like um the one where uh dude acts like he's hurt. Oh help. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did that pretty well. I remember when I played the game though, I was like, oh shit. I remember that that part being like, oh damn, this game is fire. Like that was the part where I was like, because I think it's not too far in the beginning of the game that that happens. Right, right. So like that's when I was like, oh no, nah, this game is crazy. So then I like after that I was locked in. But when I saw that in the show, and I was watching it happen, I was like, oh, this part's about to be hard. <laughs> I was I got lit as fuck because I just remember that scene specifically, you know. So no, yeah, they're doing a great job. I really did. I like the new episode too. Um, the episode before this new one. Where a uh, dude offs himself. Um, it's pretty crazy. And see, like, I don't even remember any of that in the game. I kind of do. Nah. Like, I say I played the game like twice. I remember they, I remember even the kid too. The kid in the game, I think he's he's not deaf in the game. Yeah, no, they, they changed that for the for this show. Yeah. They to make it him, more emotional. Which they did. I mean, that shit they was did. sad as fuck. That though. shit was sad as fuck. Sad as fuck. <laughs> it was worse. Well, we're here like, why are you making me sad, show? <laughs> I'm here for entertainment. I know. Stop making me I'm cry. Not, I'm not here for fucking goddamn tears and sadness and shit. Yeah, facts. Fucking bullshit ass sadness. But anyways, uh, the show is incredible. Yeah. I, 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 I'm like super impressed with how the show is just, the pacing of it is great. The acting between Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal is great. Yeah. Like the the suspense is great. It's not like overly zombie. Yeah. Which I think is no, dope. bro. It's not zombie, bro. It's supposed to be the infected. Or sorry, the infected. That's a good point. They <laughs> said that you, the, the creators of the show said that you can't call them zombies. to call them infected. Yep. And so the infected is not like I, I think that was a problem with Walking Dead. Yeah. Was that like you know every episode was like there has to be a zombie encounter at some point. Yeah. At some. 
We're over here talking about fucking and making babies and shit. And we're gonna be a family together. We made a garden in this episode and like yeah. zombie attack kills somebody. Oh no. Yeah. That's how it was like every episode. Yeah. Um The Last of Us is actually doing a good job. I don't even think there were any zombies in the last episode when I think about it. Were there? Uh um, I'm trying to think. Like, was there any I don't, I'm, in this previous one? Yeah, like the one that just aired. Or sorry, the infected. There weren't any infected in the episode. It's the one where um the Wait. one that this came out this past Sunday, where they go to the uh, settlement, and he meets his brother. Spoiler, if in case you guys haven't seen. Oh spoiler. no, I don't ah. think so. I don't think there is yeah, in this episode. I, I don't think there were any no, infected. And that's what I'm saying. Even in the previous one, like even in the one where you're mentioning, where where they where um the dudes fall in love and you know build a garden and garden and all that stuff. <clears throat> That one, they only had like what? It only showed him on the camera when he gets hit by the yeah. <laughs> by the thing. It's like they don't overdo it. They they are telling a story and giving the really good like what everybody appreciated about the game. You know what I'm saying? The storyline is what everybody really loved. I'm just laughing at your description. You're like <laughs> the episode when the dudes fall in love and they build a garden. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just mentioned that, so that's why yeah, I. Yeah, no, it's just funny because like you know, yeah. It's, what's the show about? You know, it's a, it's a, about this apocalypse. You know, this virus came and killed all these people, and this guy has to take this girl across the country. Oh yeah, what's the best episode? Well, the best episode is actually these two gay dudes. They like fall in love and they make a garden. And he eats strawberries. Well, I didn't say gay though. So I just said these dudes. I know. I'm, 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 saying, I'm saying gay. I'm just saying they're two gay dudes that fall in love. They have, they have a strawberry garden. That's funny. That's the best episode. So wait, there's like no zombies in that episode? Nah, man. It's just, <laughs> nah, it's, bro. It's just love. It's just a really good love story, bro. <laughs> Shit was fire, dog. So wait, the show about the apocalypse it has a love this story? Yeah, has- bro. That's why it's fire, dog. It's <laughs> fucking subverting your that's expectations, shit, bitch. <laughs> hot shit's the fucking goddamn. You was expecting. You was expecting infected. No, no you, <laughs> you thought you were getting zombies. <laughs> nah, bitch. Love. Love. <laughs> mm. We gonna make you cry, everybody, bro. There were so many people that were like, "Oh, I cried over that episode." I was like, I mean, it was it was a good love story, but I, didn't I did cry. not shed any tears. I did not shed no tears. Tearless. <laughs> Tearless. <laughs> Tearless. It's not that I'm like not sympathetic to that. I just don't be crying over stuff. Yeah. Anymore. It was like not that. Motherfuckers die. Yeah. Also, like, I'm not I probably would have been there. a little bit sadder if they if I would have like watched them like. <laughs> just make die love. Die in the bed. Die in the bed. First time about like the sex scene. Nah. If I got to see that part. <laughs> nah. I'd be like, damn, I felt that. Nah. Like, you know how he, they both fucking like just fall asleep because they take the medicine and shit? Yeah. I, like I feel like if, if it would have been like them both like just, you know, falling see, asleep like, and made it all emotional instead of just not seeing it. And they're doing a lot of like not like you don't see it. You just want to see you see the um, the reaction of what happens after. Right. right you know right. what I mean? Like even when well, dude, when dude, like not spoilers, but even when dude pops himself. You don't see the, you don't see it, and in the game you do see it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. I so, think too, though, with that, uh, it's a sensitivity thing. There's actually rumors that uh, Bill survived that scene. Have you heard those rumors or the spoiler? That's like it's not a spoiler, but I guess like they're rumors that because I, they show the scene where they where Joel and Ellie arrive, but the windows open mm-hmm. and they never show the bodies. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that Bill like faked it so he would feel better and that he escaped and went off into his own. It's possible. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, like, I actually was kind of wild. It's kind of wild that you would bring on such a prominent actor <clears throat> in such a prominent role with Nick Offerman. Well, when I watched it too, and, I was like, that looks like that guy. Yeah. When I first played the game, I was like, I, I was like, dang, it looks like what's his name could play this role. And then it was wild because 
when they casted him, I was really like, oh shit, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish I, I wish I was like y'all and fucking posting shit and been like, yo, if this dude actor played it, and then, you know, I could look back in six years and share that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it's crazy because he's going to probably catch some like awards for that performance. Yeah. But you know they they killed off his character, right? That's why I, that's why like I think it, the rumors there's there's weight to that rumor mm-hmm. because it's one of those things where, from a studio perspective, when it's all about the bag, yeah, if something works, you keep doing it. Yeah. So I mean, in the game, you don't you don't fall in love with that character like that. You don't get you, to you, do not. you don't get to experience that. Right? They just they invented this whole ass story. I didn't invent it. They, well, they, no, they expanded the, on the story because there was a letter in the game. There actually was a letter saying like um, that it mentioned the guy's name, the other guy in the in the that he falls in love with. I can't remember his name, but there was a letter from him saying, "Oh, I can't do this no more." Blah blah. Right, blah. right. So like, it was already no, it's, insinuation it's, it's great. about that. They 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 expand on the lore in yeah. such cool ways, and it's like I, I really love shows that do take that. time with the source material mm-hmm. and do what they need to do to make the story work. So I also heard another theory that they were gonna. Um, that like part of the second um second game is going to be in this first season plausible you know what i'm saying i mean that would insinuate a couple things though because that would mean uh they would have to do a time jump yeah of like four <laughs> years five years mm-hmm. in the story i think are the events between the first game and the second game um it'll be interesting to see what the game studio does because um i think between last of us one and last of us two we're talking like eight years of release yeah and i can see them like now trying to fast track last of us three just so they can not have a game of Thrones situation where like the studio is like bitch Y'all better make this fucking third game so we can make season four or season three or whatever. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, they could stretch out season two as long as they wanted to, if they really, really want to. Yeah. <clears throat> but then they would have to like deviate from the source material a lot more. And, yeah, because like, I feel like she's- Abby a whole episode of her as a kid or some shit like that and like yeah. doing dumb shit like that, which I, we wouldn't mind if it's still good. But... Yeah, for sure. Because like, you know, yeah, I get it. I get it for sure. Anyways, moving on. What does this button do? This button is Ant-Man, I believe. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this fucking Ant-Man movie because Fuck yeah, dude. I've been having some issues with Marvel's execution lately. Yes, their execution is Because <laughs> I really think that this movie had the potential to be something fucking crazy. Yeah. Like crazy. And I was actually chatting with uh, the homie Fluid, shot the Fluid in the Conscious Clubhouse. They actually do a lot of events out of here. And I think we had the same idea in the sense that we think that they changed the ending and that um, the ending that we saw was not the ending that they initially intended. Mm. So we're going to go into spoiler territory here. If you haven't seen Ant-Man, go ahead and leave and you fucking and come don't want to be spoiled, spoiled, then you should probably leave. Come back in like because, five minutes. Um, Maybe we're, 10. We're going to talk about that shit. <laughs> and I don't want you to be like, blah, he fucking spoiled Ant-Man for me. So anyways, so <laughs> the ending of Ant-Man, we're just talking straight about the ending real quick. Uh, fucking Ant-Man and fucking um, Kang, the, the whoop the whoop the you know, bat pat do the yeah. fight thing. Uh, he gives a line, oh, I don't have to win. I just have to, we both have to lose or whatever. And he somehow, a series of events, knocks him into the fucking... Um, 
battery multiverse battery thing. yeah he's not dead by the way yeah he's Kang's not, not dead, dead. he was just knocked into the multiverse battery and we'll talk about that later but uh <clears throat> after that ant-man and all of them try to escape ant-man gets stuck and the wasp joins back in they have a moment oh my god i fucking love you we're gonna survive in the quantum realm again whatever and then fucking Cassie opens a portal and brings him back, and that's how it ends. They have yeah. a fucking birthday party at the end. Everybody's happy. Yeah, which is kind of wild how they end that way. So I feel like that's, that's <laughs> I feel like that's the reason why a lot of people hated it. But I got it at first because of his moment where he was freaking out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it was getting all serious for a second. But this because I feel like think, that's a reshoot. I think that was the reshoot <clears throat> that people are talking about though. Uh, but I feel like that's that was for. Um, it's like a part of that man, bro. That man's funny. Like it's not trying to be too serious. You know they what I'm saying? Did that though. So I. So me. And they should have made. They should have made the third one really dark because even they which, get pretty dark. What should have happened? Which I think this is why I think the original ending was. Mm. I think that let me let me put this camera on me real quick so I can fucking say this shit and get this clout. Pow. So the original ending that I believe Ant Man Two was going to be was that, and I might be wrong. This is me just speculating. But I believe Kang was going to escape. Ant Man may would have maybe would have died possibly, mm-hmm. and or he would have got stuck in the Quantum Realm. You know what I'm saying? And then Cassie would have had to go recruit the Young Avengers, and she would have been the one to be like, "Yo, I need help because this guy Kang the Conqueror is loose in our universe, and I need I can't do this by myself." So then she, maybe she calls up, you know, Kate. Hawkeye, her girlfriend, or some shit. Mm-hmm. They're, they're robbing shit together, or some shit. I don't know. There's ways that you can put that all together, but she would be the catalyst to going around and making the Young Avengers. Yeah, and the Young Avengers would then try to go up against Kang, and Kang would whoop that ass. Well, that was in the comic books. That's how originally how Cassie becomes a part of the Young Avengers was because um, Scott dies. Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And so it just makes a lot of sense that like <laughs> that's the way they would have gone, but. Yeah. If you test that against the audience in the studio perspective, this is like all the studio muckery and fuckery. The studio is like, oh, people don't like the fact that Ant-Man died at the end. Yeah. We got to change the ending. doesn't matter what, if, what we're trying to do with the story. If people don't like the ending, then it's going to tank. But it doesn't matter because right now it's sitting at like a 47 on like fucking Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So, I don't know, bro. The audience score is pretty high, though. It's like at 86%. Yes. But. I don't be trusting the audience score, though. Sometimes I do though because there's movies that I do like and the audience score is good and the critic critic score is trash. Audience be out there lying. <clears throat> but then there's movies like like Puss in Boots, like if you that one has like a ninety eight percent audience score and like a ninety six percent in the critic score. So it's like I mean it might be fire though. No, it is. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's fire. Uh, it's <laughs> I saw that shit. It was fire. No, I could, it's kids. So that's what I'm it's saying, crazy. bro. That's what I'm saying. It's like when I when I left too, and they, I was like, they gave it a ninety six, I was like, Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fire. It's like so. Do you, do you, do you think an eighty four is fair for Ant Man? I think a seventy six is fair for Ant Man. Seventy six, yes, because it was it was good. Like I like I. It's only because I understood and I was like ah, like when he was said, oh, I've killed many Avengers. I was like, oh man, like if if they would have if you would have talked about it and then I saw him fighting Thor. And yeah, like a fucking, flashback. Yeah, like some that, type yeah. of like that would have been so fire. So that way people would have got it more, and then it would have been more like spectacle ish. But like, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that like I don't know. a part of it, it really comes down to the execution. Like, I think yeah. that the story itself was was actually pretty good. Yeah, but 
because it's Ant-Man, because it's Paul Rudd, yeah. they had to keep a certain tone. They mm-hmm. couldn't go too dark, even though the story itself is dark as fuck. Yeah. You're trapped with your family in the fucking quantum realm and there's a fucking conqueror out there trying to kill you. It's a pretty scary story, my, bro. My only thing was is that I didn't like how they kinda um they kinda botched their their they kinda like botched their own theory, I guess. Cause when he said that uh when Scott was stuck in the quantum realm Five years passed, but it was, he was in there for five hours. I was thinking about that shit. And then it said that, what's her name, was in there for 30, 30 years. years. Yeah. So wouldn't that be like a day and a half? Or, no, I mean. um, It would be like a decade. No, it would be like a long ass time in the real world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like centuries. Wait, five hours Five hours is what? Five years? So yeah, that's 30 years. It'd, so be, long, that's, it'd be a lot longer <clears throat> than that, though. So my point is, that, like, she was in there for 30 hours? Uh no, so it's a it's a massive plot hole. I was thinking, I was literally thinking about that today because it's thirty years in the real world. Yeah, which would be the equivalency of uh, if it's five hours for every five years, it'd be yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, thirty hours. You already did the math, guys. I'm just reassuring the math. Like so, I was like, wait, thirty hours, but she was in there for thirty years. Cause she aged, right? She got old, and she was out there fucking for thirty years. Bill Murray and shit. Yeah. She's fucking Bill Murray. That's, That's what I'm saying. Wild. That's, That's what I'm saying. Plot hole. It didn't make no sense. So, How is it that she was stuck in there for thirty years? Because quantum. But it was like in quantum time. In quantum time. That's so what I'm saying. In quantum time, it would technically be thirty <laughs> hours, bro. See, <laughs> she helped. She helped time. Kang. She helped Kang in thirty hours, and, <laughs> and like what? It didn't make no sense to me. That's what I was like. Wait, what? But she got older. Like she aged thirty years. Yeah. in the quantum realm. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. But she also aged in real time in real life because dude Hank Pym was looking for her, his wife for thirty years. Mm-hmm. So it don't make no fucking sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Basically. So they, I was kind of lost they, in they, that. They fucked up their own shit with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just wanted to, because it wouldn't have made sense otherwise for, I mean, like, all they have to do to fix that was would have been to have Ant-Man in the quantum realm for five years. And that quantum realm runs in the same time as real time. Yeah. But it doesn't. Matter of fact, how does time even fucking run the quantum? There's no sun. There's no rotation of the earth. That's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense, sense to me. They, 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 they just fucking shit. I feel like... Another thing I wanted to talk about that though was like I was upset that they killed Modok. I don't know if they killed him or not though. But uh, they definitely didn't give him enough shine that he should have got because he's fucking powerful. Yes, and that's my point. Well, a, a lot of it too is why like, the fuck y'all do that, Marvel. Modok is such a bigger character outside of the Avengers. Too. Well, nobody dies though. Nobody dies in in in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Especially so. for multiverse, bro. Exactly. In your multiverse, no one's dead. Yeah, so, but it was, I thought it was cool. I just, like, I get the CGI part was a little, like, ass, but when he had the mask on front, I was like, oh, that's your heart. Yeah, I, I saw I saw a meme that was, like, in the first half of the movie, Kane the Conqueror is, like, what happens when you fight the boss at the end of the video game, and in the second half of the movie is what happens when you unlock the boss in the second, like, in, in yeah. terms of him, like, being nerfed, because he got beat by, like, a fucking squad of ants. Yeah. Which they was, like, was also didn't make any sense. <clears throat> Going back to the whole time thing because they aged a thousand years. Yeah, it said that they went through a time loop and it, they aged a thousand years and they quantum, were able to bro. build. The, yeah, so it's I guess it's, I guess it is the quantum quantum Fucking thing. Quantum, bro. There's so many different time works differently in all different aspects of the quantum realm. But whatever, mad, shit is mad quantum B. <laughs> that's just the excuse for everything. That and, yeah, and that's that's why you invent the quantum realm because when you have the quantum realm, you can just fucking. Fuck it off and be like, bro, it's just the quantum realm. Like, yeah, of course she aged thirty years in the same. So, what, time. so what do you think then? What, what do you get? What would you give it? What's a fair score for this movie? 
I give it a 70, 76 because of the piece of the puzzle that it's going to get, that it's, that it gives to what's going to happen. I definitely give it somewhere in the 70 range. It's probably like a, like a, like a 71 or a 70. Yeah. Because for me, like I said, there's just too many like bad movie execution tropes. Yeah. The- for me, the biggest thing that fucking pissed me off in those, it was when it happened the third time was the whole, I'm going to escape the soldiers with the whole sneaky look around <laughs> and then run off. It happened three fucking times by three separate characters. Yeah. The security in fucking the quantum realm is trash as fuck, B, because these motherfuckers are just like, I'm walking around with my gun. I'm not going to ever shoot these you motherfuckers. Know, you know, they say a reason for that was because of uh, budget. Because of quantum? No, well, budget. Because they wanted to- um, The because, budget, it was not quantum. No, it was the, bu- <laughs> the budget was uh, more put into uh, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. Black they put people. that one. They put that one on top of the list for like, um, as far as like budget. They ain't about to have fucking it. I mean, they, they should have dropped Black Panther now, right, for Black History Month. But we didn't, you know, it is whatever you got. Ant-Man. Bro, black, bro, it's wild as fuck. I literally went into Target, <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, I wish I could have recorded a video to show you." But they literally had every single section. It was like a toy section that was like Black History Month. And they grabbed every single character that was black. And they put him on the Black History Month side. All the Marvel characters? All the, no, just anything. Uh, it was like, all of them. You know, all the characters. Every black character. Bro, any, any black character that was in the, the sphere of just toys, it was in that section. And it was like Black History Month. Went to the book section. Literally, just any book that had a black character was just right there. Wakanda forever. Everything, bro. Anything. I was like, man, Target. <laughs> I should have. Did they have uh, Goofy and his kid Max from the Disney universe? No, I didn't. Uh, oh, okay. Nah, <laughs> nah, but it was just like, yeah, it was just a whole bunch of different kids' books and like Wakanda forever and this. Like, I don't know. It was wild. I was just like, man, Black History Month. Let's go. Weird. We got like, four, we got six more days left. <laughs> shortest month of the year. Let's go. I was like, oh my goodness. They gave us the shortest month. We'd be doing the most. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, moving on. I don't even know. Cause these buttons, I don't. I try to label them, but I don't label them right. Oh, Adidas. This one's Kanye. So let's talk about that one. Yeah. So Mr. Fucking West over here is allegedly uh, trying to re... No, Adidas is. Adidas. Sorry. We didn't say this right. Yay is uh, renegotiating his deal with Adidas. Adidas is actually reaching out to Kanye West to talk to him about possibly potentially bringing back Yeezys and working together in some type of capacity. He's also out here uh, stunting with his new wife, uh, yep. Bianca West. I don't know her la- her actual last name, but we're calling her Bianca West. <laughs> um, yes. We have we saw him actually a picture just posted on the way over here of him and his wife. And they're mm-hmm. out there doing shit. So Kanye West is back. People were trying to say that Kanye was like not doing well. I mean, I, I guess feel like not. Kanye has always just been Kanye though. Like he doesn't disappear. He just chills. He just yays. Yeah, he just yays. He he gets crazy. He's, he's making he's making yay a verb right now. I'm I I'm out here just yaying. Right he's now. just yaying. Yeah, just doing yay shit. I'm saying yeah. being on my yay, <laughs> yay yay yay. But nah, I, I think it makes sense for Adidas because at the end of the day, they're all about the bag. The yeah. bag is everything. Well, that's the thing is that apparently their bag is fucked up since since Kanye has been excommunicated from I think they lost like two billion dollars somewhere in that range that's wild 
So yeah, the bag is definitely depleting rapidly for Adidas. But it's like, why is it that they, <clears throat> why is it that like, you know, they re re are they renegotiating if it was such a bad thing that Ye did or Kanye did? Well, apparently. <clears throat> a lot of it has to do with timing and marketing. You can, if you give anything enough time, people will forget about it. This is what it comes down to. And we, in our hyperactive society in TikTok, I'm not saying that we forgot about Kanye. I'm saying that we've moved on, right? This is why you're seeing Travis Scott pop out right now. He's Again, doing, yeah. I think he's announced, he didn't announce, but it's the rumor is, is that he's dropping an album here pretty soon. And then he's also on a on another tour. He's headlining another tour. Right. That's like a, one of those festivals that are, right. you know, one day is this person, one day is this person, another person. And we get over it. And like, I mean, I guess we're getting to the psychological part of things. Uh-oh, psychological time. Boo-doo-doo-boo-boo-boo. Social media, right? Yep. So when it comes to social media, like, the shit is really... I, I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out that, like, 50 years from now, like, a CIA document comes out and it's like, oh, we did social media as a fucking thought experiment on the human civilization. So I would not be surprised if that was a thing. Because yeah. what we're seeing happening is that our attention span is getting so short also, our empathy is getting so short, yeah. and our overconfidence in knowledge is getting so vast. Especially when you throw AI in the fucking mix, when you just ask a robot questions and you just take whatever the fuck it says and yep. remember that shit. And so, when you look at someone like Kanye West or whatever, <clears throat> ten years ago or in the '90s, if all this shit happened, you probably wouldn't have heard from Kanye West ever again. Yeah. Because it would have been such, like, especially if it had reached like actual TV and shit, we're watching shit on MTV and shit. Kanye West. Yeah, we would probably never would have heard of Kanye West again. But because we heard it and we heard it so much, so often, so quickly, so fast, yeah, we were all just like hit with all this dopamine and like reactionary response, and it's like, oh, uh, everybody's blah, 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 reacting blah. all at once, yeah. and, and everybody's you, giving their opinion, yeah. and and then you're fatigued, yeah, and then it just stops, yeah, and then all of a sudden you move on to the next thing because we're kind of addicted to that. Like, yeah. even, like, with the Will Smith slap. Will Smith slapped fucking Chris Rock in the fucking face. Yeah. And this dude just announced Bad Boy 4 with fucking Martin Lawrence. Yeah. So, and it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, okay. <laughs> like, as, as Americans, we're just, like, cool. I'm probably going to watch Bad Boys 4. That sounds dope. Yeah. I mean, we've moved on. Even though Will Smith assaulted Chris Rock. On, live, on tele live television. In front of millions of people. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Kanye West went on a fucking anti-Semitic tirade for like three weeks just saying wild shit. Yeah. And we're just like, okay, give us the album. <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> like, we'll yeah. buy the Yeezys if you cop a deal with Adidas. Because that's part of it too. Like, people will still buy the shoes. Yeah. Because it was a good product. I mean, I never wore Yeezys, but people seem to enjoy them. When I say it's a good product, I mean, it was sold a lot. Yeah, man. I don't know how good the shoes actually were. It's like I never actually wore a pair of Yeezys in my life. Call me lame. I'd be rocking fucking DC, DC shoes because I'm, I'm a bum. Anyways, but moving on. When it comes to Kanye, I think that, like you said before, it's all antics. Yeah, It's all just like clout chasing. And it's all just like this whole idea of, oh, you know, we have to uh, stay stay in the news somehow sensationalism constant staying in the news which you which is true yeah you know i'm saying i think that marketing for artists is getting harder and harder to do because of the fact that 
anybody can do it. Anybody can now hop on Canva and make a fucking video with some titles on it and put it out. So we're all like almost on the same playing field at this point. Yeah. Even when it comes to making art. It's just more of the consistency that people exactly. don't um, stay on. Exactly. Consistency, consistency is now like the number one tool for success, uh, for, for success because yeah. at this point, even if you go viral right now, you have to be able to follow it up. With exactly. And yeah. going viral is just the first step. When you go when you go viral nowadays, you're basically introducing the world to your personality oh, and to, seen, your, to your universe. It's funny. Yeah. I've seen people just get a taste of that viral shit and it's been like they crack like a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And then they're over here like, oh, I'm gonna follow. They they get a hundred thousand views, a hundred thousand likes, or whatever the fuck. I'm quit my job. Oh, they're like, oh, I'm 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 unfollowing everybody now. I'm fam- I'm too famous now, man. Low key, it's I like, mean, bro, I'm like, no, got a hundred thousand fucking views. Yeah, but at the same time, can you follow up with that? And the thing is, I've seen people like I literally know people that have done that shit, and then like they all of a sudden have nothing to follow it up with you know what i'm saying it's, it's very easy to to fall off yeah i think social media and the whole influencer lifestyle and all that is a very i wouldn't say it's difficult i just say that like you said it's, it's all about consistency yeah consistency is more important than what you're even putting out mm-hmm. as long as you're putting out a, a, a base level of consistency your people will always fuck with you yeah and nowadays it's actually not even hard to be consistent especially with AI and all these fucking apps that make it easy for you to fucking create. And so like not only said, apps, the apps that can fucking edit for you, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like there's wild shit. There's so many fucking ways to just make the bag with like not even having to know the capabilities of doing certain shit. Yeah. It's, it's fucking nuts. And like, so the playing field is so, I, I think I saw a meme yesterday that was like, damn, that's, that's so point on point where it talked about how we are definitely in an age where there's no more superstars or we're just not, we're not going to see any more superstars anymore. Yeah. Because and I'm trying to think the last major superstar that popped off was fucking Billie Eilish. I think maybe bad bunny, depending on who came first. I think bad bunny kind of popped up before Billie Eilish did. Yeah. But Billie Eilish is like probably like the last super pop star of recent times. Mm-hmm. And when I say super pop star, I mean like on a mega, just massive level oscar award-winning level right yeah and you think about what she did she was just making good music with her fucking uh brother in her in her house yeah but she's also her parents also were part of the industry i think they were like producer record producers something like that mm-hmm. i have to fact check that i'm sure billy Eilish fans but no but yeah <laughs> they were involved in the industry which makes it easier which comes down to the conversation of like nepotism and all that shit yeah exactly but to be industry, in like, if, I, if, I, if you wanted to be a rock star right now, if you like wanted to be the biggest star in the world right now, you have to go through so many different hoops. Yeah. You have to be like, so your social media has to be on point. Yeah. You also have to fucking make sure that your marketing is on point and that your content's good and that you're also consistent. Mm-hmm. Not only that you're consistent, but you're also growing because you mm-hmm. can't be doing the same shit over and over again because then people get bored of that shit. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's more than just like, oh, I'm dope, right? Mm-hmm. Even though Billie Eilish is dope, Billie Eilish just has a whole ass team behind her to make sure that all these things are on point. Yeah. And so you have to make sure you have a fucking bag or at least like fucking the resources to be out there to do that. And most people don't have that. With that said, you can go, you can blow up on TikTok and make an easy bag doing that mm-hmm. or a YouTube channel. You can do that, but you have to be consistent. Yeah. And if you don't fucking post a YouTube video once a month, especially if you have a sponsor or some shit like that, they will take that money somewhere else. Yeah. That's stressful as fuck. 
Yeah. Because it's different than like working at McDonald's. Because you work at McDonald's, you know, you like you just show up, flipping burgers, you're good to go. <laughs> go home. Call yeah. a day. Now you got to make enticing shit and make sure that people click on it. Exactly. It's so like, fuck. The whole point is that Kanye West still sucks. <laughs> Facts. And people I, are going to still buy his fucking shoes. Like, I still, like, I, I rock with Kanye's old music, which is actually funny because I'm actually getting ate up right now on my YouTube channel because of a video that I posted, which is another uh, list from Rolling Stone that talked about the worst albums from the best artists. <clears throat> Kanye's Ye got number one on that list. I know. As soon as you posted that video, I went to go listen to it. Yay? Yeah. That was trash. I only like Yikes. Mm-hmm. The rest of the tracks were just everywhere. It's such a mess. And and like, that, that last track, oh my God. I was like, damn. At the time I remember hearing it, I was like, oh, I, uh, this is dope. But now I heard it and I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> and this is just from being like an honest Kanye West fan. Yeah, yeah. Like in the sense that like Kanye West is literally like one of the biggest inspirations of my life. Yeah. Like I'm not over here like trying to hate on Kanye West. But what I'm trying to say is that like as a fan of Kanye West, knowing how this man has meticulously put his effort into his music yeah. for almost all of his projects, including like with, I don't know, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, this motherfucker was flying people out to Hawaii yeah. and having like studio sessions. He did all these different things. With Ye, he made that entire album, or at least most of that album, over the course of two weeks. Yeah. Because he scrapped the previous project he was working on because he was too afraid to put it out. And he was like, oh, I got to make a new album. And so he made Ye. And yeah. if you take a creative genius who usually is out here making projects over the course of a couple of years mm-hmm. and try to cram that into two two weeks, it's going to be trash. Yeah. Ye just needed more time to cook in the oven. It's not that it's like, oh, this is terrible music. But in context of Kanye West, yeah. what he's capable of, it's absolutely terrible music. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, like, let's say I fuck with Kanye West heavy. I think that Kanye West is really, like, one of the greatest geniuses of our time. Musical but it's okay. It, it's, it's okay to say that his music is trash or that you don't like one of his albums. Yeah. Anyways. Because he has so many. You can just enjoy whatever you want. Exactly. You want to know what's my favorite Ye album? I can guess. I forgot what it's called. What is it? I'm, I'm sizing you up. I, this, this is a big thing. I, I, I got two. I got I, two. Kanye West album. I got two though. Whole I got now. I got two though. Yes, you'll probably <laughs> graduation. <laughs> Jesus, that's one of those two. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Those are my top favorite fucking. MBTDF. Which one is that one? My beautiful dark twisted. MBDT, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, that's it, right? Yeah. yeah, I love that album. That album was crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, what's this button right here? This thing, this is Dobby Fresh. Dobby Fresh has dropped a new single. Yeah. Um, No, yeah, he dropped he dropped he dropped the album last year, Mary Val Wolf, which was fire. Is this is not on the project. He dropped this um I think specifically for Valentine's Day. But, it's a bonus track. No, it's just a new track. I think it's a single. He's just dropping new music. You feel me? Just being consistent. 
like we were talking. Yeah. But yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty good track. A lot of people are fucking with it. The video's pretty fire. Um Yeah. Shout out to Dobby Fresh, man. That dude's been going that dude's been leveling up. Yeah, for sure. He's been going he's been going like Super Saiyan and shit, going pretty fucking crazy with fucking the the last album. He did that shit with fucking at the Footprint Center. He's fucking out here just being consistent. Yep. Being we consistent. really just fucking talked about consistency. Yeah. If he continues to do that, he will be one of the most successful artists this year out of Arizona. No yeah, saying. there's like a ceiling that Arizona has, and we're like slowly like breaking yeah, that shit. Yeah, I think also too is that <clears throat> I think that there's a fear that I'm noticing when it comes to like how Arizona operates, and yeah, a, a lot of people are afraid to push themselves to be consistent because they know that it takes a lot of work. They know yeah. that it's like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. So their, their their decision is to hire someone to do that, and then they end up putting money towards it. And then it doesn't come out the way they want because honestly, like there's a saturation point when it comes to this art shit. Like everybody can make music right now. And it's like not like necessarily like a bad thing that everybody has as much access, but a lot of it is kind of a bad thing. But I feel like at this point though, I feel like at this point in like to break this cycle in music, right? That we're in right now, Mm -hmm. in order for somebody to really do this shit, like they have to be, like you said, consistent, but then- I'm going to go back and, and point it back to what you say all the time, bro. There has to be like a story that you're telling. And I feel like not a lot of people there. You can drop as many albums as you want. Like, look, listen, and Ellie Chopper could drop as many fucking albums as he want, bro. <laughs> His music is, does not catch me, bro. Do you, do you think like, that we'll have another artist like a Drake? Like a Drake level artist? Um, do you think like the, the idea of, of a Drake is behind this? I feel like, it, it, I feel like... I don't know. I, I think we're. Ta- I think Drake is what we're talking because I feel like Drake's another level now. He's not well, really well, a hip hop. I mean, when I say like a Drake, I mean like a level, like an artist who has come on and um, really impacted hip hop <clears throat> and changed the direction of it. You said NLE Chopper. He's a good example. But will NLE Chopper be ever be a Drake or a Jay Z or like? You look at the rappers that are on the top 50 list. Are these rappers, are, are you going to see another Ice Cube or like another fucking, uh, I don't know, even like another Eminem? I feel like only time can tell, but like, I feel like if we're just, I feel like a lot of us are dying out here. Yeah. I <laughs> so mean, like, that, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, like a lot of us, a lot of the ones that are, uh, that get to, that are, you know, a lot of the ones that are dead right now are the ones that people were like, oh, they could have been this. They could have been that. You know what I mean? And I feel like. Yeah, I think I think that's like the, that the point I'm trying to make is that when it comes to the saturation yeah. of what, what all these artists are out hey, every, everybody out here is trying to be an influencer. I saw someone make a post. I think it was uh, Phoenix Street News and Michael Hinton, Hinton is his name. Mm-hmm. He said something along the lines of, uh, oh, they have a digital creator on their Facebook profile, so that means that they're unemployed. And it's like... He's not wrong when he says that, for the mm-hmm. most part. I mean, we're digital creators. We make some art and we get paid for that, but we don't do that. I mean, most of the money that we make, for the most part, is not through these channels. It's through using our talents in other forms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the artistic side of things, the money is, is not crazy, right? We're not out here making fucking crazy money off of our fucking rap songs. No, for sure. Um, but we have talent sets that we've earned from... Or that we've learned from, you know, doing our own self-marketing and learning these softwares and learning these programs that we apply to other channels and other mediums and other industries that let us fucking go get our bag. 
And that's something I talk about all the time where it's like, you as an artist have to be able to pivot. Yeah. Like if you can't pivot, then you're going to run into a problem because there's always someone who can do what you, you can do better. And so oftentimes I always encourage people to do shit first. Because if you're first, then you can write the blueprint of how people can fall behind you, right? Yeah. That's why I always encourage you, like, you better go learn this fucking AI shit because this AI is going to be a fucking wave. No, and, facts. And once you learn this shit, you'll be ahead of the curve. Once and it's wild because, like, I remember that was us a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfuckers are out here talking yeah. about AI and stuff. Like, we was on that wave yeah. a minute ago. Exactly. And so being first is always good, but also just having that vast knowledge set. This is why it's like education, education, education. If you're out there learning. There's always people who, oh, is that you making your cameo, boo-boo? I hear you. Give me five more minutes and we'll fucking go outside, okay? I got you. <laughs> I got you, sugar pop. My dog is whining at me. But um, so if we go, there's always going to be somebody out there who can do it better than you, basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, summarize it. for sure, so for sure. If, if you're not out there just trying to be the best version of yourself, someone's going to come out there and take your spot. And so if you're trying to get the bag, what you got to do is be first at the whatever you're trying to learn. Otherwise, motherfucker can take your shit. Yeah. Anyways, what is this button right here? What is this one? Do we have more buttons? I don't even know what this is. Did we go through everything? I don't know. What is that? There's that one. And then there's this button right here. Gucci Louis Prada gotta keep a Do you see what I see? Oh, she a Aries. We're doing a real quick review to make sure we got all the buttons that we're trying to master. There's Kanye right there. Recap. There's the Ohio thing. Yep, we talked about that. We talked Ant-Man. about Ant-Man. boop bop Oh, we didn't talk about the bots. Oh. Let's talk about these fucking bots. All right, yeah. so check this shit out real quick. <clears throat> I made a post. <laughs> I made a post on Facebook the other day. And this post was basically just talking about how, you know, um, I'd be mac- microdosing. I'm saying I'm talking about microdosing. And in case you don't know about microdosing, it's, you know, taking small amounts of mushrooms or whatever, mm-hmm. fungus, and using that to um, help with your mental state, right? So I've been microdosing lately, and I made a post about it. And what was crazy that literally like seven or eight robots pulled up and were like, yo, I'm a fucking robot, basically. <laughs> like, Man, I'm a robot. You should come get these mushrooms from my Instagram account. <laughs> we believe that microdosing is good for your health. And if you can go. So it was crazy because my, my shit was blown. I even got a couple of my inbox, too. It was like really like a whole ass thing. And it was like, damn, OK, well, uh, fuck. Uh, I guess these robots are like getting smarter now because they now realize that they can target keywords. No, they they did. They they hit me probably like a year ago when I was. um, What did I post? I was like, dang, I need to get some new cover art. I put cover art, bro. I literally had like, I, I went away for five minutes, went back and clicked on my phone. And bro, I had like 17 comments, eight inboxes talking about, oh, I got you, bro. You, you, do you need a, a, a animated cover art? And then you know how those automated bot messages that you get, bro, bro, I got hit with so many of those. So I can't believe they hit you with the shrooms. That's yeah, crazy. I'm saying that they're evolving. Well, before we start this podcast, I got to, I got to, I have to even text my sister because she probably doesn't even know that this happened. I got a message from my sister that was a robot that was saying, oh, uh, this person died. You should check that. I think you know this person. And you click on the link and it was an Amazon <laughs> affiliate link. Yeah. So like these robots are getting like a lot more intelligent when it comes to how they uh, interact with humans. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still working on this video because I've been thinking about how I want to approach this video because I'm thinking about how these robots might use this video to kill me later on in the future. But these robots 
uh, and are slowly reaching the singularity. They actually just put out an article uh, recently saying that the robots in terms of AI are probably about 10 years, 20 years outside from achieving the singularity. And what the singularity is for AI is a system basically like Skynet. That's the best way to describe it in the simplest terms, like a Skynet universal AI that we're all connected to, especially with Neuralink and like biomechanics and stuff like that. Yeah. To where we'll basically be connected to a singular entity. Mm-hmm. They're saying that could happen in 10, 20 years. Yeah. Fucking nuts to think about because it's like, man, me as a creator, I'm going I'm to be out of a job. So <laughs> I'm just saying, because like we're all going to be connected to the same neural, neural network trying to create shit. Yeah. So I guess I should just retire and just learn how to fucking make fucking cakes or some shit i don't know uh, <laughs> become a baker or some shit because the ai robots they're gonna take over and so you have to learn how to embrace this shit like i was saying earlier like be more consistent be about your story yeah be about fucking you know um understanding that technologies are going to come and you have to embrace them this is how you be great man yeah it's how you be great i, feel I think my dog's gonna end up peeing somewhere she's thinking yeah. about it that's a good way to end this <laughs> <laughs> she's thinking about it so we're just she's like about an hour. around she's like you better hurry up Wrap this shit up, Joey. Well, yeah. well, that's our episode. We appreciate y'all um, peeping us. Uh, you can catch us on the quasarcult.com where we post all the latest and dopest news. Um, we're going to um, have a... Oh, do you have the flyer? For oh, yeah. The open the mic? Flyer. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah. yeah so wondering we what got, that's about. Yeah, so we got a open mic um, tomorrow. We definitely need to cut this up and share this, but we got an open, night, open mic tomorrow. It's going to be um, free. Yeah. Come free, through. Free open mic event. Come through. Uh, basically, this is the first free event that we're doing at Star Camp. Yes. Which is wild because, you know, we, we all about that bag, son. Yeah. I was like, you know, let's go ahead and open up the doors. Anybody that wants to come down to Star, Star Camp and check the spot out, they can. You know, they can play some video games. But if you also got some bars that you want to rap or if you want to fucking like try some, some new stand up or maybe play a guitar yep. riff for us, pull up, man. We'll let you rock. This is 100% free. We will have drinks available and maybe some weed or some pre-rolls to smoke or something like that. But yep. no, come hang out. Just come hang out. And we come do have a bigger us. open mic event coming on March 8th, which is going to be a competition where uh, people can, can come, some money. win some money and win a slot on our future campfire event. Yeah. So, you know, come hang out. Come meet me and Voodoo Eyes. Stop lurking on our fucking Facebook pages and come y'all, and say hi. Y'all, y'all, y'all know y'all want to come out and hang out with us. We want to see you. Come <laughs> check out the spot. Bring your bring your bring your beats. Bring your fucking boopity bops and your boopity bips. And we're gonna fucking make sure that you know you have a good time. You have a good time. Yeah. We'll have some snacks and water and shit like that. And it's gonna be lit. Yeah. So with that said, we're gonna go ahead and get the fuck out of here. We appreciate you guys. Yep. Shout out to everybody who uh, watches Quasar Cult and shout out to Game Yams, our sponsor. And shout out to Star Camp Creative Labs for existing. We love you all. Thanks for watching. We'll see you later, bitches. Peace. <laughs>